Welcome to episode 111. What? Oh, thank heaven. Mm-hmm. Of Retail Nightmares. I am your co host, Jessica Delisle, and my co host, Alicia Tobin, is here. Hi. Hank is gnawing on a bulldog. And our guest today, <laughs> we've been trying so long to get him on, but he's so popular. Yeah. Uh, comedian. One half of the Pajama Man, improviser, sketch comedian, member of the Sunday service, Globetrotter, <laughs> Mark Chavez. I'm actually in the Globetrotter. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. A lot. You're the shortest guy. I'm definitely the shortest guy in the team, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Thank Thanks for you. having me. Yeah. yeah. Welcome home. I messaged you a couple weeks ago and I was like, hey, want to be on the podcast? And you're like, can't in Kuala Lumpur. <laughs> and I was like, fair enough. Cool guy. It, yeah. It, yeah. I, in, in cool while it comes yeah. cool. Uh, no. Yeah. I was just, I just got back from a, from a little tour. That's it was really fun. Really exciting. Yeah. Was it a pajama man tour? Yeah, it was us, and then we were part of a a, a larger show. There's some com- uh, stand-up comedians with us as well. Oh, gross! Yeah, it was really. It was really. <laughs> did you say gross? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stand-up is yeah. gross. Ooh. That's uh, so cool! What an amazing tour. Yeah, we went to Hong Kong and Singapore, and as mentioned, Kuala Lumpur. Which uh, was your favorite? Uh, Hong Kong, yeah. uh, but that's no diss. <laughs> oh God, I'm no, I haven't said diss. I think ever. Well, you I did choose now. now to yeah, do you choose your adult years. It's fun to, to try out a new word that you've read a bunch or heard other people say, but you've never said it out loud. But I mean, it's not even. It's so old. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, like one that I never say is bling. Right, right. But yeah. I was watching a lot of uh, my big fat gypsy wedding <laughs> this weekend on TLC. I had a lot of downtime. Um, wow. And bling came up a lot. And I was like, that is a word that I'll never say. Yeah. Bling. That's, that's and you good. just stood in front of a mirror in the dark in the bathroom and you said bling. Bling three times. You whispered it. Things got really weird. <laughs> I always feel like Dolly Parton came like, out of the mirror. Like if you could do like a study to see how often the word girl is is like near the word bling. Oh, I yeah. I feel like it would be 100%. Totally. Like just if there's a sentence. Like nice Girl, nice there's bling not enough girl. bling yeah. on yeah. that wedding dress. Yeah. Like girl... Don't forget your bling. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't forget your bling when you leave the house, girl. Yeah. <laughs> My mom used to say that to me every morning. Yeah. Did you get your lunch? <laughs> Did you get your bling? Yeah. We grew up in the Midwest yeah. <laughs> of Burnaby. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so Hong Kong, is it just like that? It feels like the future there? It feels like the future, but it's such an old city. So it does. It's, you know, Singapore is like new feeling, mm-hmm. and Hong Kong is like the future meets the past, meets apparently. British Columbia. It looks so much like British really? Columbia. Really? I've heard there, that, yeah. Yeah. Huh. yeah. I gotta go. That's why everyone calls Vancouver a great place to move if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> it's on our license yeah. plates. It's yes. Yes. We have long license plates. It goes yeah, like all the way around. city license plates, too. <laughs> um, it just spirals into infinity and you can't read it anymore. And it's like, you can't read the numbers. That's why we, no one gets tickets. A good place to move to if you want to, if you're into that sort of thing, if you can afford it. Uh, but you probably, maybe if one of those things works for you, just give it a try. Yeah. Mm, mm. Um, we're not good at choosing slogans. What is it actually? It's like British Columbia, supernatural. These mountains aren't tits. <laughs> 
<laughs> no. There's one that has a bear on it, which is really cute. The, yeah, that well, is a, nice. A license plate has a bear. Yeah. I saw a new one a couple of Those days ago. Those new ones are bright. They're brighter. Yeah. They yeah. look like they're, they, they look they look like from the they're, States. They're Not as bright special. as Albuquerque license plates, New Mexico, New Mexico license plates. Have you plates. seen them? Yeah, I've been there. Uh, bright yellow with red, red lettering. Yeah, and yeah. you guys are into like, you wow. guys, sorry. No, no. So I'm from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Yeah, <laughs> now that makes sense because I was like, this is getting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you people. Uh, yeah, I've been there. It's it's real big and why sprawling. Did you, why did you go? Are you just on vacation? No, on tour. I've You're played tour. shows there yeah. before. Cool. I've played at a house on Gold Street called Gold House. I know. I literally know that house. Really? Yes. Oh, that was yeah. Small World. Yeah. They do little house concerts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've been to shows there. I've played there like three times. Yeah. I got a lot of good cats there. There's a pig who lives there. Have you ever met the pig? I don't think so. Mm. <laughs> Should move back. My name is Pigoom. <laughs> uh, anyway, sorry for that tangent. No, that's that's fantastic. I had no idea that you had been there. Yeah, I've been everywhere, really, in America, except for the middle parts, the scary bits. Now, Alicia, have you been to Albuquerque, New Mexico? No, I haven't been to a lot of places at all. I haven't traveled much, but I've been to a few places in the U.S., but not New Mexico. Mm. Well, I, I recommend it. Yeah, I've heard nice things about it. Very pretty. It gets real cold at night. That's pretty. Yeah, it's very pretty. <laughs> so, Mark, well, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. And I imagine as an artist, you've had a few shitty jobs. Yeah, and, and a lot of them in New Mexico. Yeah. Whoa. Um, and then one one in particular I want to talk about that was not in New Mexico. But yeah, I worked uh, right out of high school. Uh, this funny thing happened where my sister, when she was in high school, she, my older sister, she she got a job as a, at a, as a waitress as a wait person in in a uh, retirement community Ooh. restaurant and she was like it was like her and then a bunch of career wait staff okay and she was like 16 and then she got her friend into the job and then like my older brother her younger brother got a job there and then like his friend started working Whoa, there and before you know it like we just took over working as at this uh, retirement home restaurant <laughs> and the thing is the reason why that was it became very popular for high school kids is because uh in the united states like you usually have to be like 21 to work at a rest like an actual restaurant oh. like you because if you're serving right like you can get a server's license when you're 20 it's just like some weird i don't know uh, or you just have to be a busser or something or you can like just that. be a bus person yeah, yeah. A bus boy and uh or you know work in the wash dishes and then the thing was in this place is that you, you couldn't collect tips. Oh, okay. Because it was all part of a meal plan. Yeah. Oh, so they would just okay. sign a pink slip and like that was it. So it, And then you own their car. <laughs> yeah. And then you own the car. Um, <laughs> Sorry. I've been so, watching I'm a lot so of excited. Fast in the Fury. I don't know that I'll ever be able to afford a nice retirement home, but the idea of it, like this is just, I'm already so sold on signing up for this retirement home. Just someone making all your meals. Yeah. It was, I mean, like when, I think when you see how the sausage is made a little bit, it's like, Oh, this could be really depressing. <laughs> like it was, it was like the same, like, and it was like, it was a, it was a nice one in Albuquerque. Like, I don't know if, if there's a retirement community that isn't nice, I guess that's called something. For sure. Yeah, for yeah. sure. There's the, lots of them. And it was, it was segregated between healthcare and, uh, not healthcare. Okay. Um, so like assisted living, assisted and, living, and yeah. then not, and then like you would l- literally watch some of the residents, like, oh, where's Mister Brown? Like, he's in healthcare now, oh. which meant that like usually it was mental. You know, mm. like, there would be like a, a thing they would they would they would they couldn't be yeah, like a, dementia or yeah, something yeah. like that. Sure. Uh, so yeah, I worked there. It was yeah, it was funny. It was like this became this like my high school. Like all of my friends were there. 
and I think about being a resident there, like just being like, huh. Man, all these high school kids. Like, yeah, you go there to get away from young give people. Give a shit. You know, like it was terrible. It was basically everybody's first job. Like right. nobody had like came in with experience. Oh, yeah. Like, and, and then it had this like weird reverse thing going on where like if you work as a waiter in a normal restaurant, you're kind of like you want bigger tables and you want you know, like you want to get tables and you want to because you get tips and that's you're gonna, yeah. it's kind of part of the hustle. But with <laughs> this, it was like you just wanted like the smallest section and you didn't want to work late because it didn't matter. Everyone just got paid the same. And, yeah. so, and so you'd be screwed. You'd be like, oh, you got the. You got the private dining room, which was a nightmare because it meant like one of the one of the residents had like hired out the private dining room and then his or her family was going to be there. And it was going to be this like giant, like everyone was going to be in like, yeah. So did anyone ever hire a stripper for the private yeah, dining room? Yeah, there really? was so many. No. <laughs> oh, man, no. I got and then, so excited. And then, we, and then we didn't serve booze in the restaurant. So what they would do is the people who drank, there was a, they would get loaded in the room next door. And because that they could make their own drinks, we weren't allowed oh, okay. to serve drinks. Right. They'd make their own drinks, get loaded, and then sometimes I like, kind of bring one in, even though it was like not allowed. And they would just <laughs> be hammered. And then there would be like the non-drinking section of people who were just very like, "So, Mark, I understand you're interested in astronomy." <laughs> oh, that's very nice. And meanwhile, like the other on the other side, I was like, "Where's my chicken?" <laughs> my first day. There was this guy who had like I'm gonna do an impression of him and it's just gonna sound like I'm making it up, but like it's it's pretty good impression. <laughs> where he uh he ordered prune juice, which is already hilarious, and I brought and I brought him the wrong thing. And he goes, That's not prune juice. <laughs> like that was like the first like my first interaction. I looked at the manager who was an adult who was probably like twenty five, but he was like a man. And I was like, like what do I do? He was like, Oh, we'll figure it out. Prune so, juice is a crazy color. Yeah, it's like a new brown. It's, like, <laughs> it's, like, it's a different type of brown yes. you've never seen. Because yeah. it's glossy and seems to have a bit of texture. Yeah, and it's translucent yes. and not. No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah prune I, juice is, is amazing. Is it? Yeah, I've never, I, I haven't had it. I just know it from Star Trek, Worf really likes prune juice. That's I had no idea. A fun fact about Star Trek. Okay, I'm really picturing this job of yours as like, the quirkiest indie coming of age story movie you've ever seen definitely has Jesse Eisenberg in it because uh, <laughs> he seems to be in every single one of them still, even though he's like probably 45 now. I mean, you're right. It is like it is it is fertile ground, right? Like all the different personalities of the residents. Sometimes you'd have to do uh this was like not a coveted position. No position was coveted there. Like it was like it was like if, if you were on call and then didn't get called in, that was the that's yeah. Um, That's like it, my social life. Yeah. <laughs> like oh no, I've got something. I canceled. Oh, yeah, it's so amazing when you have a night off to watch Fast and Furious. How long did you work there for? I worked there for like three years, Whoa. and then and then I. Uh, I got a different job at a, at these uh, health clubs in New Mexico, like these very like high end tennis and like racket clubs and, okay. like, and like fitness clubs. And then in between that, I lived on Long Island for a year and I worked at a restaurant on the campus of school that I was in. Oh my and that goodness. was like my worst job ever that I, <laughs> I was, uh, <laughs> I was working there as a runner and then I got a job as a waiter and I literally worked my way up into being the, like the line cook. 
Because like I didn't want to be, be on the floor anymore. <laughs> and stupidly, it was the same situation where like no one was allowed to tip because it was all on a meal plan for oh. the students. They were allowed, but they were just like, oh, no, you don't tip when you go to this. That would be right. weird. Like, yeah. If someone just like throws you a dollar bill. Yeah. And you're just, like, just like, oh, thanks. I made one dollar. What, <laughs> what do I put this in? Yeah. And it was like it was the worst because it was like all of my peers and I was already like I was only there for a year at the schools. It's got State University of New York in Stony Brook. I went there to study math. Whoa. I, uh, yeah, but I didn't end up doing that. I mean, I studied it, but I didn't, <laughs> I didn't finish <laughs> studying it. Uh, That's still more and, than I've done. And they, math. all the wait staff was like 21 or 20 or whatever. And then like all of the clientele was all like our, like just like, <laughs> you're in my math class today. You're in my whatever class. Mm. And uh, so it had this weird like hierarchy kind of like. For like, sure. And like all this stuff would always happen. Like I had like, we served fajitas, which the chef, mm. the head chef called fry hitas. Like, <laughs> like I think it was an accent. Fry hitas. You'd be like, that's two fry hitas. Like, are you saying fry hita? Was he from New York? Yeah. His name was Leon Stallone. Wow. Yeah, and so I ended up working side by side with him. He was the head chef and I became the fry cook. Okay. It's um, frajita cook. His frajita cook. I helped him make the frajitas. This is also a movie. Yeah. yeah. Well, he well, he taught me one of my biggest life lessons, Leon Stallone did, because I, I would get all the appetizers because I was in charge of the, of the deep fryer and like tossing the chicken wings. So I would get like all these, I'd, I'd get all the orders and I'd just put them in front of me and I'd be like, okay, that's two orders of wings, one order of spuds, which is like chicken or not chicken, like potatoes cut in half. And then <laughs> potato like, chickens. Potato chickens. It's a New York mm. thing. Uh, yeah. You guys don't know that? Oh, you should go to New York and then go to Kuala Lumpur. Oh. <laughs> on my list. <laughs> and, and I would like try to do everything. I would like, sp- like spread the orders out and I'd be like, okay, I got like three plates over here and I got two plates over here. And he'd always be like, one order at a time, Chavez, one order at a time. <laughs> and he would like stack my orders. He'd go, just do one at a time. And it's my mantra, like when I get too much is going on. Yeah. Like, one order focus. at a time, Chavez. Just do one thing. Wow. And that's your lower back tattoo. So yeah. One order thing. at a time. And then, <laughs> and, then, and then you can't read it because it goes too low, but then it says Chavez. <laughs> right above. My so you lived like a John Hughes film. <laughs> totally. Um, you, you like worked in all these places where you were lower on the totem pole than your peers. Mm. When you worked in those fancy golf was it golf, it was like tennis, tennis, tennis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. country club, country club? Were you around like people you grew up with that just had more money than you? Yeah. Those stories of like class and then working, are, of course, are of great interest to both of us. That's why we have this podcast. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like you do learn these huge life lessons. Yeah. And it just, it just will never leave me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm always like, yeah. And I can't uh, like, yeah, with the fitness club, the, what are they called? It's, it was like New Mexico sports and wellness racket <laughs> club. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, and there was one in particular that was the most kind of, and that was the tennis one. There was only one of these like five clubs that had tennis and it was like the worst people. And then like, funnily enough, there was all these newscasters that would go <laughs> and they were the worst. They were so rude. It was incredible. It'd be like, look, Tom Jules, I know that you're on KOB TV channel four, like, like you'd, but you don't have to be a jerk to me. I had a few customers who were like local newscasters as well. And they're so self-important. They're like, they think they're so cool. And I'm like, you read from a teleprompter. Yeah. Like you're the weather guy. Like it's, yeah. you're just a human. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the thing. It's like, you're a person. Yeah. And I want, and I think also, I think some of it, like, I mean, I can't imagine what it 
must be like to be like incredibly famous but like you know they have this like they know they're being recognized yeah like, oh, i just want to go do my spin class <laughs> yeah know? but i think also sometimes what happens is that like they assume that you care yeah i had that experience a lot when celebrities would come into stores and i was like i don't care because i don't the things that i'm interested in and the, and the five celebrities that i'm interested in i've never <laughs> been in the store so i've mm-hmm. been able to hold my shit together mm-hmm. um but it, that had happened with like a W network star came into one of the stores I worked at mm-hmm. and she was such a snob. And I was like, well, fuck off. Like mm. you're not going to get any service with this attitude. Yeah. The other day I was walking down the street and I saw a very famous actor, but I didn't recognize her. And I say hi to everybody in the neighborhood. just like that. And then we made eye contact and she gave me back a really nice hi. Mm. And then at that same moment, I realized who she was. And I think my face sort of just melted just a little bit. Right. And I felt terrible because I didn't want to make her feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And also clearly she seems like a very nice person who wants to have a private life. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, where, where did you get takeout around here? Cause she had a bunch of takeout containers. I'm like, I wonder if she wants to be my friend. <laughs> <laughs> she likes to eat takeout too. Yeah. Um, who, okay. I'm going to guess it was Whoopi Goldberg. It was Whoopi Goldberg. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm so jealous. <laughs> um, Um, The one thing that newscasters have that they can lord over people is that sometimes they get to play newscasters in movies. So cool. So cool. (laughs) I remember when local newscaster Conroy Chino. Uh, His names are so perfect. Was uh, was in the movie Contact? Ooh, uh, because it took place in New Mexico yeah. at a certain point. And I, I remember, love that movie. And I, I don't, I didn't like Conroy Chino, so I was like, oh man. <laughs> Did he <laughs> ruin really Contact for it. you? Uh, no, I love that movie. It's so good. Yeah. I rewatched yeah. it recently. I read the book too. Oh, oh, yeah. I need to read that. Yeah, it's just like the movie. Oh, <laughs> that's my favorite. It goes one. like this: Jodie Foster got mad. Then Matthew McConaughey was there. Oh, uh, is nice. there that weird shot where she's like a child who runs through a mirror? That was a shot that I didn't the, remember. The most amazing shot ever. <laughs> ever created in yeah, film. It's, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's describing it. Which is gonna be, <laughs> I was about to describe it. It really yeah, took me out of up. the movie. I was like, what just happened? Like, are, did were we in the mirror the whole time yeah. while we were watching this film? Anyway, great film. Alicia, what's your retail nightmare? It happened today. For my birthday, my dad and my stepmother bought me a dishwasher. And it's one of those portable apartment dishwashers that you can roll up to a sink and just <laughs> tuck the hose into the other hose. And oh, plug- yeah. yeah. Like you put it in the faucet? or you Yeah, just- you yeah. just put it in the faucet right. and plug it in and then it works. I had one in an apartment I lived at years ago and it was amazing. And I'm finding that it's tough to kind of get everything done housework-wise. And I hate washing the dishes more like i would rather clean toilets wow like i just hate doing the dishes i feel like a failure I'm, there's always still almond butter on everything <laughs> <laughs> and i have friends with nut allergies so it just like freaks me out oh. um so yeah i got this really beautiful gift and i ordered it from costco uh listeners of the podcast will know that i'm a costco fan i think that they could be worse in some ways so I ordered it from them because they had the best price and it included this concierge delivery, which meant that they bring it up into my apartment and then set it up for me, included in the price. And I was so stoked. And I told my landlords, uh, it's going to be here on Tuesday. And uh, I looked at all the shipping instructions. And if my landlords weren't home, they would just re-deliver it at a different time. And I got a message from my landlord this uh, afternoon saying, your dishwasher's here. It's sitting on the front porch. Uh, just so you know, unchaperoned in East Vancouver. What? <laughs> and, 
Um, I was a little worried because it only weighed 50 pounds. And I was like, well, someone could just walk away with it. So all day after that point, I was just really grouchy. Uh, really grouchy thinking about how I'm going to have to get home and then lug this thing up like a pretty steep flight of stairs in a house that's like over 100 years old. So the stairs are not meant for moving large pieces of furniture as things in. Right. Get home and the thing is huge. <laughs> it is at least two times the expected size. And um, I'm kind of mad because included in this price of this machine was this service. But I am also know myself well enough that I probably <laughs> fucked up something in planning this. Like 100% did not think it was going to be this big. Did not think that they would leave it there. I could have called ahead and said, come by at 7 p.m. Right. I uh, didn't. I was like, everything's going to work out because this is an, I've turned over a new leaf and I'm being more positive in my life. And it's called concierge service. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like they'd call and be like, oh, you're not there. Well, we'll yeah. wait for flight four hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's like stuff like that too for like West Elm has something called white glove service. So if you order something Ooh, over a big, love. you have to pay extra for it, but it means that the product will be delivered unwrapped and like everything will be taken away. And that's kind of what I need in my life right now. Mm. So I started unpacking it. And for some reason, the washing machine is soaking wet. The dishwasher is soaking wet. But all the outer packaging is bone dry. And it's like beautifully packaged too. Like there's so much styrofoam. There's actual pieces of like really nice wood. It's wet inside. Inside. It's so. Stop using that. We have to to pack it up now. And I'm trying to do this and I'm wearing still work clothes, which have to be a little bit like. Uh, warmer because it's air conditioned so i'm just dripping sweat oh, fuck. my neighbor's wonderful three-year-old is like trying to help and hank is trying to eat all the styrofoam and i'm like this is not going great and i kind of moved the the dishwasher around a little and i was like this doesn't feel like a 50 pound dishwasher so i go upstairs to call costco and um my landlord has uh, very kindly offered to help me move it up the stairs and i'm thinking 50 pounds that's not heavy at all and i go to call Costco and they close exactly at six and it's six Oh two. Like I'm just putting in my order number and I get cut off. Like we are now closed. Um, and then I go back to the specifications and this is me. Cause wait, wait, I'm an, you take that back. You're on the phone and then they're and they like, and when they close, they're like, we're closed done. I hadn't gotten through yet. Oh. I was still putting in the like 25 oh, digit order code right. <laughs> and trying to read it from my phone and then quickly punch it in. And I'm, realize that the dishwasher that this is exactly the kind of mistake i make all the time in my life it's not 55 pounds it's 55 kilos oh, that's, <laughs> so, that's incredibly another person difference yeah. and um i go back downstairs and uh, my landlord helps me move it all the way up the stairs and then i get it into the apartment and it's massive <laughs> it's wow. like a very i thought it would be much smaller and so it means i'm gonna have to sell my kitchen table that i have now to accommodate it and I live in this very old apartment. It's really, I love it. And the floors are super slanted. So now I'm like, well. well what are you going to Are you going to eat on the dishwasher? <laughs> I don't know yet. <laughs> what are you going to do? Well, I never table? use my kitchen table. Ah. But it's just like from beginning to end, like a very silly night. And then we had to podcast. So Jessica came and picked up all the garbage because there's nowhere in Vancouver to get rid of like industrial size boxes and styrofoam. Right. We live in a residential. Yeah. But Jessica has all these secret spots. Yeah. yeah uh, behind this alley. <laughs> the whole couch is just made of garbage that Alicia's given me. Uh, so this is my nightmare is more like I think that I'm probably more to blame because I had assumed that things would be more taken I don't care know. of. I think if something's called concierge, I think. That yeah. There's that, reasonable... Just I would not expect like such a and also 
they would probably have thought that I was in the ground level suite, mm. but I didn't want them to buzz my buzzer. So I didn't put my suite number because I mm. wanted them to knock on my landlord's door because they're almost mm. always home. Anyways, I have a dishwasher now. It's wet. <laughs> I'm not so sure why. Weird. I think that they do a test run before it leaves the factory. Uh, so strange, though. Like, it's so they... strange. Imagine you've got something you really had. I've been like looking at dishwashers for about present. a year, and yeah, it, it was like many hours of deciding because uh, I will obsess until I make the right decision. And a lot of the time, there's just one little thing I forget to measure. Like, I just got a new piece of furniture for my bedroom, and I measured it perfectly. And I was like, I wrote the guy. Like, it's perfect. Oh my gosh! Like, I have to have it. Uh, like rearrange my whole life to make it happen. And he gets in, which he can barely lift it up the stairs because these stairs are crazy. He gets in and it's like three inches too big. Oh, <laughs> no. So do you take it back? That's uh, definitely a final sale. Um, mm. But it also looks really nice. It just overlaps a little bit with the windowsill. I'm sorry for the listener. This it's, story has gone on for too long. <laughs> it's okay. Do, and, like, it, it looks beautiful, but... Of course, like I didn't account for how the windowsill came out at the bottom. I only mm, measured right. the top, the top. And then I've got like all these beautiful windowsills in There's the apartment. There's a lot of molding in your There's place. There's a lot of molding in mm. my place. Molding. So it was molding that I hadn't. Yeah. Furniture yeah. is not made for molding, but then houses are made with mold. It's like, where yeah. are we supposed to put this furniture? Like, <laughs> yeah. It's hard. Hey. Yeah, it is. Like I live in a very small place with my wife. Oh, and, yeah. Congratulations. Uh, thank you. That's new. Uh, it is new. And it's we got married... But we haven't had our wedding yet. We're going to do a okay. wedding. Oh. So, so it's, I, I'm still in like purgatory with it. And the word wife is like, not not because I'm not happy about being married. I very much am. But I just, it's my so funny. wife just seems And your so... partner's name's Anita, right? Yeah. She's amazing. Yeah. Oh. Every time Jay calls me his wife, it's so funny because he puts so much like gravity on it. He'll be like, my wife wife it always sounds like i'm such a bitch i love yeah. it it's, it's so hard to say and, and, and sound casual there yeah. is weight no matter what when like, hank calls me mama it sounds like mama <laughs> <laughs> and then he burps <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing yeah. i have a furniture related retail nightmare i think i have hank's hair in my mouth not possibly it doesn't shut um that's uh, right sorry guys that's great podcast um that happened today also I'm going to call it retail because money changed hands for goods. So All right. It's a bit loosey-goosey, but... Uh, so my job, I help people move when they are getting renovated, basically. Mm. And there's a lady who I was helping move today. There's all these different organizations that if you are like an immigrant or a refugee or someone in need, they'll furnish... No, they've got everything. <laughs> yeah, they get everything. It's true. <laughs> they'll help you furnish your whole apartment for like a set price. And you can go and you can get beds, you can get... Oh, that's great. Couches, table and chairs, everything. So we were all signed up for this, but you have to, of course, get a referral because it's a sought after thing. So we were set up for this one organization to go to it. And then it was like, oh, actually, uh, the referral doesn't work. So go to this other place. And none of my colleagues had heard of it. And <laughs> you just have to go to a warehouse and line up at four o'clock. And then they do this like intake interview. And it's all run by volunteers the charity but you know in those situations when someone like doesn't have any power in their life and then they're given like a oh, tiny yeah. ounce of power mm -hmm. and then they just become evil mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's what that's my whole goal many of the people who work there there were some <laughs> sweet people there but there was this one woman who we were there first so we were like front of the line she wasn't very mean to us but she all the women behind us were all refugees and she i just heard her saying 
do you have your papers? Are they ready? Well, if they're not ready, then that's rude. I don't know if you know this, but that's considered rude in this country. Oh, fuck her. And I was just like, holy shit. Uh, You're like supposed to be helping people, like uh, making people feel more at ease. Uh, Yeah, it was so awful. And then that's the worst person in the world. Yeah, Yeah, that's really awful. And like you could tell that she like, no, we just got here. We don't know that that's rude. How about that? Yeah. And also maybe that's not rude. It's not rude either. (laughs) Like you didn't let these people know that they needed to have their documents ready. Yeah. Anyway, she sounded like a Nazi. Um, And then we finally get into the uh, the warehouse that they've been saying like, oh, yeah, you can like have as much as you want. It's all garbage. Like, it's all 70s furniture that's, like, laminate, chipped. And the woman I was helping was just having, like, flashbacks to her previous life that she just had to escape. It was horrendous. And then, so we only picked out three things. And you have to pay $100 for them to deliver it to your house. But they will only drop it at the front door. They will not bring it inside. They're like, no stairs or elevators. So it's like, okay, what am I paying $100 for? That's crazy. You could pay somebody $100 and have it delivered. Yes. And so once she, I discovered that she only wanted these three things because she was like traumatized by how bad the furniture was. I was like, you know what? I think we can fit it just in the back of my car. And for the listener, I drive a Yaris. Um, (laughs) It is quite small. And uh, so she had picked out like a little table thing for her pantry a bookshelf and a dresser all quite small so i put the back seat down and the guy the guy there was like oh go bring your car around but don't do it now do it when i tell you to otherwise we're gonna have a big collision and i was like i'm pretty sure i'm not gonna crash a car (laughs) sir Uh, so some very interesting people working there some big time know-it-alls and so then i finally he puts the dresser into my vehicle and then he's like yeah we're not gonna get the other stuff in it so i'm just gonna uh, put them outside of the warehouse and you can just come by and get them later and this is we're all the way in burnaby and i was like you know what i think i can fit it in there he's like not gonna fit definitely not gonna fit (laughs) all i did was turn one piece another way i was like sir I grew up playing Tetris. I think I know what I'm doing here. (laughs) And I fit it all in perfectly. And then he was like, oh, looky here. This little lady had all. And I was just like, and then he's like, give me a high five. And I was like, I do not want to touch you, sir. But (laughs) But did you give him a high five? Yeah, I did. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes it's just easier. You can't leave your hand feel really weird afterwards. (laughs) Yeah, he was kind of like a little dry. (laughs) It was a dry five. Uh, Dry five. I mean, I appreciate that they're trying to do something good, but you know when like people working at a charity have this sort of holier than thou, like I'm doing this amazing thing, and I'm like, you're actually giving away junk that, like, and <laughs> yeah, making that's not really people a nice pay thing money to wait money for, yeah, for yeah. and then a hundred dollar delivery. Where's that and money go? And it wasn't go? free. Well, we got the hundred dollars back, which I was pretty excited about. But where, yeah. Yeah, but who, where does that? Yeah, money go? a bunch of like weird drivers. Anyway, right. yeah, this place, I will not money. be taking anyone else there. But there's nothing more satisfying than proving an old man wrong. <laughs> Uh, so that was pretty good. As That's what your tombstone's going to say. It's yeah. Epitaph. I could fit that fucking dresser, buddy. I play Tetris. And, and yeah. then that's still your epitaph. And then it like, <laughs> you run out of space on your, it goes around the back, your headstone. Up the side. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> around the corner. So just a little asterisk. It says like continued on. <laughs> continued on my husband's tombstone. <laughs> He's like, sure, you can write yeah, whatever I don't, you I just want. don't want I just want my name. I don't even know, I don't care. <laughs> my wife. <laughs> so Jessica. Yes. This is new, but we're going to double back and you're going to tell a retail nightmare that involves you and Mark. Yes. 
I felt like uh, the world needs to know that I can be uh, an obnoxious person too. Oh. I'm not holier than thou. <laughs> Newsflash. Neither am I. Uh, yeah, we <laughs> went to a restaurant which will not be named. It will, yes, not no names. Like a bar restaurant. It was a like bar. A, it was a two-story restaurant. It I was think. definitely a two-story because we were for sure on the second story. We were on the. It was sort of like a weird balcony, and it was after a show. And there was a lot of alcohol consumed. Yeah. I don't know how it got to this point, <laughs> but you decided that you needed to properly demonstrate how to ballroom dance. Incredibly humiliating. To me. <laughs> you no, were like, like the proper like way swing. to dip. It was like dipping. Yeah. It was like yeah. dipping and like twirling, which I don't know. You Penny. acted like Penny. you really knew about it. You taught me a lot. Well, I was doing actual things, but I wasn't like, I know everything about ballroom dancing. You knew a lot more than I did, that's for sure. But Look, I know everything about ballroom dancing, <laughs> and we are ballroom dancing. And I'm going to show you right now. Uh, I just All I know is that Jay went to the washroom, and when he came back, uh, we were dipping. Yeah, we were dipping. And he, he and I made eye contact. Like He was like, what the fuck is going on right now and i was like i don't know but it's really fun uh and i think you you were like yeah dipping's great you just like lock your foot here so you don't fall and it's like impossible to fall and the next thing i knew we had fallen fell. uh, no, guys. So, like we fell like right and i fell on top of her oh, <laughs> and it was uh, and, and they were like screaming <laughs> like people were like oh my god what's going on it was really like it was like they had called last call it was like time yeah to go. we had already paid our yeah, bill paid, which is like right. the saving grace of this story i think we maintained eye contact the whole fall <laughs> down too, which, oh. which if you can imagine like because we were like we were both both of our eyes just got wider and wider i felt like it was going in slow motion i was like we're actually falling on the ground in a restaurant while <laughs> dipping and then when I looked up, our server was staring down at us. And I was like, I'm so sorry. We're leaving right now. Uh, but that is what oh. happens to me when I drink a pitcher of cider. Yeah, a you pitcher? guys are drinking cider. You both were drinking cider. Jay and I were yeah. a pitcher of crazy. cider. Cider yeah. is not normal. It's candy. It's like But it's candy also juice. really strong. It was delicious. It's loaded it was- with sugar mary dale cider one of my favorite what even show we had seen but yeah we were all just i think out. it was uh graham's show i think yeah, it was quiz show yeah yeah that's what it was so i blame him but yeah that's definitely the worst i've ever behaved in a restaurant as an adult oh i was i woke up the next day and i was like and i was like what a fun night Le- uh-oh <laughs> Like yeah. I, I really had forgotten, you know, <laughs> I until, forgotten until like ten minutes had passed, and, and I was then like, I realized oh, fun. I had a- show was fun. <laughs> so nice to like hang out with some, you know, some folks, and they- oh no, yeah, <laughs> I had a giant bruise on my leg, and I was also wearing high heels that night, which I never ever do. And I think I was like, I'm going to dress fancy tonight. And I think that also had something to do with the And like, why was I like, no, we need to dance. Like, there was no (laughs) dancing going on. (laughs) We were like, this was not a place that dancing was was happening. The music was not. Maybe the music was kind of calling. I don't think so. (laughs) I don't think it was. Why did I do that then? I don't know. I so relate to this story. I totally. (laughs) And then that feeling of like, like, last night I didn't embarrass my. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was doing the checklist. I was like, because I knew that it had been a late night. And I was like, and I, and I woke up and I was like, oh, I feel rough. Let's go through the things. Make sure everything's okay. I'm home. Okay, good. My contacts are in the contact case. Good. That's Wallet, good. Like, keys, like go, phone. Yeah, key, everything. Okay, nothing happened. Great. 
don't know. <laughs> <laughs> We're both to but blame. It could have been worse. That sounds okay. I remember I was also drunk enough that I was speaking French. So With the waiter? Yeah. Amazing. You're like, oh, <laughs> I'm going to dance, maintenant. J'aime la danse. <laughs> Beaucoup. <laughs> Regard. Oh. Ici. Uh, oh, no. Just all yelling. And people were so confused when we fell. They were like, what? How yeah. did it go from no one falling? But that's so... Like, and I think... About being drunk. Like, that's me. Like, all of a sudden, I've just fallen down. Yeah. yeah. And I've, I've fallen down on cider. I feel like it's it feels part like of it. When you I, fall like I mean, that, it feels like the because everything is so weird. It feels like the world is coming up and just like slapping you in the face. Yeah, like like, totally. like you're not going down. It's like it's coming up and hitting you <laughs> for being so drunk. Yeah. It really like if I think back, I can't like I definitely would not have fallen that night if I had not been being dipped. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So I shouldn't dip you anymore. I got it. No, I mean it was exhilarating. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Um, okay, so Mark, how much money have you spent on the red hot chili peppers? How much money have you spent on all merchandise from the chili peppers? I see a t shirt, I wanna own ya, I'll buy a ticket down to California. Uh, I actually calculated. <laughs> oh wow! And it's a zero. Yay! But then, but then I, uh, but I then did some like kind of like I, I was like it can't be totally zero. <laughs> like I had friends when I was in college who freaking loved that whatever scar tissue that album is the one with that scar tissue I, yeah whatever no. album that is like there was like this was after like. The one where he's running away from a nuclear explosion in the video. Do you know this video? Oh, yeah. I've seen most of the oh, videos. That's under the like... bridge. Like, he's, like, running. Like, so there was, like, I was, like, <laughs> I hosted enough parties in college that, and that album was brought. That was, like, I somehow, money, for, like, I listened to that <laughs> enough. I bought the beer. I pay rent at this place. Okay. And I had, oh, wow. Like, yeah. Can you say that. that, like, because that album was being played all the time that I, maybe not. And then I also had Cable. And that video, like videos, would be on it. So, like a mm-hmm. tiny portion. <laughs> no, would it's, go still to the Red Hot it's still think, zero. It's still zero. Well, like it seems like you've emotionally invested in them a little bit, <laughs> without any like <laughs> just being so trying to remove yourself. Yeah, from the I was equation. never. A, I was never a Red Hot Chili Peppers fan. A chai pep head. Yeah. A pep head. Yeah, us yeah. neither. So and so zero dollars. Like you guys, neither of you bought um, an album. I like, owe them money. I've downloaded their music illegally. So. And right. I'm not a fan. Although I have to say, with this segment, I'm becoming more neutral. Yeah, we're we're discussing it. I'm going to listen to. Yeah, I'm starting to learn. I'm going to listen songs. to a couple of songs when I get home tonight because I I think it'll be hugely nostalgic without even knowing. Can I, I suggest other side? <laughs> their best song, <laughs> really good. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know that, that harmonies, guys. Yeah. I talk about that's this the one every that goes week. how long? Yeah, yeah, that is a good one. There's like a a small rap rock part. <laughs> oh like, no! It's like a subtle verse okay when was the last time you used a microwave the last time you used a microwave i really couldn't tell you amazing i um and i was listening to this other podcast only earlier today and they're and like possible and one of the guys on it was talking about he was like I was talking to this guy, and he was like, "He never used a microwave. That guy's crazy." 
like, no, you're crazy. That's a healthy person, like, I m- think. Microwaves, like, because we don't have one, this sounds like the type of guy that was like, I don't have a television. I don't know. What are you talking about? TV? I don't even know what you're talking yeah. about. Your like, nostrils just, are like, really flared when you're saying that. What, I, don't, I don't have a TV. So yeah, but you do under, like, you watch television. Um, but I, I've definitely used a microwave. I grew up with one in the house. I uh, had one when I was in college. Uh, and I kind of just thought that that was like, yeah, you just have a microwave. Yeah. But you don't need one. No. Like, it, everything you like that you possibly think you should use a microwave for, there's a better option. Totally. Like, a makes, toaster oven. Yeah, toaster oven is amazing. <laughs> a toaster is amazing. An oven is stove, amazing. And a stove top. All these things. Everything. Yeah. And like a kettle. Like all of it. <laughs> you don't need, like, what What if I need to reheat my, my day-old coffee? Well, you don't. Yeah, <laughs> like, different life. You deserve better. Yeah. 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 yeah we're all coming to that realization, too, and it's mind-blowing. Well, one of the things is like we don't have room for them in Vancouver because no. our places are so small. Yeah. But I once like I, I spent a week on Hornby Island in a really small like trailer and there's no microwave and we just heated up everything in a cast iron pan and it took four seconds and I was like, oh, yeah. So this thing <laughs> that I've had my whole life, I don't need. And that was like it's 10 a years lie. ago. Yeah. Microwaves so. are a lie. But microwaves, like, I, I really appreciate the technology and yeah. the invention. Like, I think it's so cool that somebody was like, we can make this box and it won't be warm inside. Like, it's very weird. I think it, it is. It is incredible been, technology. Yeah. And I think, like, they do serve a purpose. Like, we have one at work and, it's, you know, they're very, very convenient. Like, did you ever see, like, they used to not have a door on them? What? <laughs> like, no. there's, there's microwaves in the just... 60s that are like... Like, like, it's very Like, there's Star no Trek. door. <laughs> it's just like a hutch. It's like it's just a thing. You put it in and you turn it on and there's no, like, cover. I remember when I was a kid visiting a friend's cabin and they had a really old one. And my mother's like, don't, please don't be in the kitchen when they're using it. <laughs> right. And it didn't have to be closed to work. Yeah. Which was really that's weird. Crazy. Oh, that's scary. Well, when I worked at, a, uh, at this restaurant. Where Leon Stallone said, uh, <laughs> one order at a time, Chavez. He, he would, there was a microwave behind us. Like we, so we had the fry thing in the front. And he would, the, there was crab cakes that were served in tinfoil. There was five to a plate. And he would throw them in the microwave behind me. And it was like a lightning storm going on in the background. Why would you do just that? Like, like just. And he'd serve that to people. And he would serve that. Like you would open it up and it would be like. You'd be like, done. I'm like That's, sparks flying. Like, yeah, you could. Apparently, you can just do that. It sounds so scary, though. It was very. It was, it was the whole inside was black, so you couldn't see anything oh until it was on, and then you would just see the, the lightning storm. Yeah, he's that guy. Rebel went over to time. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's bonkers. I helped an, a 91 year old woman uh, move recently, and she had a microwave that she was given as, I think, a wedding gift. Well, and it was, I think, the earliest model of microwave. Right. It was, you know, it had like cursive script on it. (laughs) It didn't even. Yeah. I mean, I grew up with the ones with the knobs and like the wood siding. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But the clock an actual clock. Yes. And she it was. Whoa. It was was like a little tick, 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 tick thing. And um, she uh, she had never used it because she was just like, I never trusted them. And I was like, I love you so much. So she's kept it this whole time. She's kept it the whole time because she had there was value attached to it because it was course. a gift. And so I I made that call for her. I helped her. I connected her with the Got Junk people. And uh, she's like, ah, oh, 
feels so good to not have that weird. She didn't, she would never call it a microwave. She'd be like that thing, that oven box thing. Wow, I love her. <laughs> Shout out to Helen. I love you. Um, remember the movie? This is definitely related. So bear with me. The, the movie Labyrinth. Yeah. Never. Um, no. So at one point, uh, Hoggle opens a door and he opens it the wrong way and like pans fall out and he goes oh and he closes it and he opens it from the other end yeah. and it's a door so when i was in hong kong they have microwaves like that there was a fridges it's an oven microwave what <laughs> like so it's like and the guy was explaining when i got into the hotel he was like i was like this is how this works you turn that literally turn the dial clockwise and you'll be setting the oven temperature if you turn it counterclockwise you're activating the microwave wow it is the future there i've kind of wanted a convection oven and they cook things much faster they cook them with air cooks with air and i think they there are ones that you can use as ovens and oh no microwaves and convection ovens but i don't think that they work very well but it's the same sort of thing i didn't use it at all no it's too scary but in japan there was fridges that you could open from either side Oh, and there would be different things inside when you open it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. David Bowie's preserved body yeah. was in there as Cherith, the Goblin King. Um, you just have seen it. Juggling yogurt instead yeah. of balls. Roll, yeah, That's contact all, juggling That is yogurt. my fantasy right there. Just like three types of yogurt. Be like, how many probiotics Greek, do you need? <laughs> plain and oh. lemon plain. Oh, those are my three favorites. How did you know I'm such a stereotypical woman? So, Mark... Who's your Papu of the Week? Yeah. Okay, so I was I was just thinking about this. Um, I taught a uh, a joke telling class to little kids this week. Oh man, um, that's and, amazing. Uh, and I did. There was an older group who were like ten was the oldest, and there was a younger group, and that was like five was the oldest. Whoa. Like four four and five year olds. <laughs> And so it was in the four and five year olds and it was basically, I would just like make them like find a joke, tell it to us and we'd be the audience. And then I gave them like feedback, but there was this one little girl who was so small and her name was Rose and she was too scared to do it by herself. And she didn't have a joke either. So I had to like give her a joke. I was like, okay, do this one. Knock, knock. Who's there? Boo, boo, hoo. Stop crying. It's just a joke. Aww. And so she's like, okay, I got it. And so we, I'd set up a little stage and I was backstage with her. I was like, remember the joke? And she's like, yes. And she like looked at me and this is like, I'm on my knees and like, I'm still looking down at her. And, and, and she just looked up and she had these big brown eyes and she was like, come out on stage with me. Like she was so nervous. And so I went on stage with her in front of like, and to be fair, performing for five-year-olds is the worst. So yeah. Like she should feel nervous. <laughs> so we get out on stage and I'm behind her and I'm like doing line read to her in her ear. Knock, knock. Knock, knock. Then they say who's there. Boo. Boo. Boo who? Stop crying. It's just a joke. Stop trying. It's just a joke. And she said stop trying three times and I was like, maybe that's a sign. We should stop trying. I think that's maybe a better joke. Yeah, yeah. And uh teaching kids in general, like teaching little kids like that, like it it's incredibly cute, but it's also like one of the most like you're like, Oh, you guys are just super entertaining and smarter than me. (laughs) I should just quit. Yeah, what do I have Yeah. You should be learning from them, really. Yeah. They are the true teachers. And I did learn. <laughs> <laughs> you learned to be a tiny child. Uh, Alicia, who is your puppo? Is it the one that's licking my hand right now? My puppo of the week is Hank the dog, Hank Tobin. 
Um, found out last week what's wrong with his leg, and it's really serious. Uh, and he's such a trooper, and uh, he's so sweet, and he's doing lots of new cool stuff. And he had to l- spend his day today in a carpeted room. So it's the first time ever that he's had to be left alone in a carpeted room. And he did not have an accident. Amazing. And he's amazing. So he's just a great guy, and he makes my life so much better. He's adorable. He was almost my puppo. Like, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, sh- I didn't want to just cop out and just say him. Well, I, when he was just sitting on Alicia's lap. Yeah, that, and just that like, was, with his, like with his mouth wide open. It's like, <laughs> like, oh, I love, I just, I'm here. Yeah, he's yeah. so cute. I had a few people over for my birthday, and he just had the best time. Like, he's so social, and he's not scared of people. It's really nice. It's nice. He loves people. He's doing this new thing now where he's a little bit starved for attention from animals and people because of his leg injury. So he just plops down in the middle of the sidewalk and won't move until he meets people. (laughs) So that's our walks. He's like, I've just got to meet this person. And then he grows tired of them pretty quickly. (laughs) He's like, I just wanted to smell them because I know they smell different. And then, you know, occasionally he'll give them a little puppy nip, which most of the time people like quite a bit. Right. He's like, "Hmm." but today when I was getting ready to go, he was feeling, he was definitely a little anxious because he had like, our landlord came in and did a little bit of work in the in the apartment today and all this stupid stuff with the dishwasher. So he finally ate dinner. And then when he saw me packing up for the podcast, he came over and he just nipped me. It was so weird. Like Where? just like a, like just on my hand? wrist. Right. He's like, Ram. <laughs> like he's so excited. He's yeah, like, Ram. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I'm here, here. Yeah. Right. He's like, it's good to have you home. Let me bite you. Because <laughs> dogs are dumb and they do things differently. Jessica, who's your pup of the week? Uh, my pup of the week are two dogs uh, who look exactly like Milu, oh, yeah. uh, former pup of the week, who is a wire-haired fox terrier. Same um, as the dog from Tang Tang. Yeah. Snowy, a.k.a. Milu. Mm-hmm. So I was walking uh, with former guest Sally White, and uh, these two dogs came up to us, and at first I thought, they were Milu. And then I was like, no, there's two of them. <laughs> you dumb. Uh, and there was an older lady walking them on our street. And they were both, I could tell they were both very young. And one was really scared. And she was like, he's afraid of the dark. And so he was standing in the oh shadow gosh. of a car. And then as soon as he was out of the shadow, he was fine. Oh, <laughs> my God. What a dope. And so, of course, we stopped and met them. And their names are Foxy and Bushy. Oh. Which I love so much. Bushy Bushy's good. is the most fucking weird name for a dog. That like the lady who was with them was obviously just like a older, more like a proper lady, but one who will stop and tell you about her dogs. But Bushy, I just love it so much. Uh, and they're I think they're one and two and they're siblings, but she just adopted one of them like a month ago because the person who owned it couldn't take care of Aww. it. Uh, and they're so cute. They both jumped up on my lap when I knelt down and like gave me a little kiss. Nice. And so now my big goal is to try and get Milu to meet Foxy and Bushi. So I've told Hassan and Layla, owners of Milu, my friends who live in the neighborhood, <laughs> where these dogs live and to like what time I saw them. I'm like, look around, keep an eye out for Bushi and Foxy. Uh, and Layla texted me the other day and she's like, what gives? I haven't seen them yet. <laughs> uh, so if you see these two little dogs out and about, meet them because they're real cute. And like Bushy. I love that name. It's a good name. It's like Mousy. 
it's yeah it's weird yeah <laughs> it's a weird name it's also a character in one of my favorite episodes of adventure time oh ah, yeah so what is it does it mean mouthy in french well, bouche bouche means yeah, bouche. mouth yeah. but it's not a word that bougie. i know it sounds like bougie that's what i bougie, thought which like yeah. is a really bourgeois. cute name for a dog yeah <laughs> bougie. <laughs> my little bougie guy yeah it's funny foxy's funny i knew a dog named i know a dog named fox which is a little bit confusing <laughs> yeah <laughs> or like a dog named bear yeah like come on yeah. Get it straight. Totally. Yeah. Get it together. Totally. Totally. Uh, so, Mark, you did it. This is a podcast. All right. Yeah. I did it. A plus. Uh, do you did have... you say B plus? <laughs> a plus. <laughs> no, I'd be fine with B plus. I mean, it's still. Uh, no, A plus. Participation ribbon. Yeah. yeah. Do you have anything to plug? Obviously, go see the Sunday service. See the Sunday service every Sunday. Yes. Uh, doors at eight show at nine <laughs> that's a great show uh the fox on maine uh that's here in vancouver uh pajama men will be doing a tour of the uk in oh. the in october nice uh so check your local listings <laughs> <laughs> check your tv guide uh and, put it in your microwave uh, yeah other than oh here i'm writing the east van panto which is a, oh. a, is, it's a little early to announce that yeah well. it's august and uh, well it sells out every year in december that's true. yeah you should plan ahead. Uh, and that, that'll be fun. Um, other than that. Do you have anything online you want to? Do you have No, a- I don't like, I mean, if you don't know who Pajama Men are, you can look us up. Yeah, but, then I pity you. <laughs> I pity them. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I meant that in a, like, yeah, if you, you want to find out. <laughs> like, if you don't like, know. If you don't know, uh, which is all of you. Um, <laughs> uh, World famous Pajama Men. Uh, Alicia, do you have anything coming up? this week i die i know <laughs> no, no i don't think so I, I sometimes worry that i've said yes to something and i've forgotten and then i usually find out the day of I'm that's like, oh yeah my whole life yeah <laughs> no nothing the nightmare of waking up and being like oh god i was supposed to be somewhere i'm trying to find a place to do come draw with me but i'm not looking very hard mm. well now i'm sure you're gonna get a bunch of emails about it so no probably not yeah, but they're probably going to go to me and then I'll just ignore just them. Just delete them. No. <laughs> uh, Jessica? It's my birthday. I don't know. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. Not when this comes out. No. So? Um. Yeah, nothing this week. All right. We're just uh, banking episodes for when yeah. I go away in September. So donate to our Patreon. And I did a special uh, surprise for people who have already donated or people who are going to donate in the future. I made a very special desktop background image. It's really nice. I spent several hours on Photoshop this long weekend. <laughs> I will have you know I did not go out in the sun. <laughs> well, we couldn't see the sun. It's true. Uh, well, I could argue that it looks better than it normally does. You can actually directly look at it. I, the the most confounding thing about this terrible thing that's going on is like the lighting is so interesting. It's so, it's so cool. It feels so alien. Yeah. yeah. I like not being able to breathe. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. really fun. It's like winter in the summer. Yeah. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Jay is like obsessed with how the moon looks. We keep the, trying to take pictures of the moon. So Does he turn gorgeous. into like a wolf when he gets outside? <laughs> yeah. yeah. The sun looks amazing. Yeah. but It's great. Yeah. Only you can stop forest fires. This has been stop podcasting yourself good night <laughs> the funny thing is i almost called it that at the beginning yeah i don't know <laughs> what happened I was like, 
That's not our show. This has been Retail Nightmares. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Oh, um, and also, if you have something you want to tell us, don't phone Dave and Graham to tell them because oh, that's yeah. their special that line. Happened. That's their special uh, we don't pay no, into that. I'll, I'll we'll, we'll play it at the end of the episode, though. It was a really nice story that a guy phoned in and just wanted to tell us about a puppo that he met. But uh, le- leave Dave and Graham alone. <laughs> <laughs> they have better things to do. Thank you so much, Mark, for uh, traveling the world to get here. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. This has been really fun. Yeah, it's really nice to see you, buddy. Yeah. Thanks. Good to see you. Yeah. Good night, everyone. Bye. Bye. Hi, Dave and Graham. Now, this isn't actually a call for you. I was hoping you could forward this to uh, the best pupcasters uh, at Retail Nightmares. But hi, Jessica and Alicia. I just met a snapping turtle out on a walk, just kind of alone on the path by himself. And he was great. I thought you'd want to know. <laughs>